And now, it's the Ed and Bob Show, Opening America, number 16. Good morning. Hey, here we are, folks. It's the Ed and Bob Show. We're back for another 30 minutes, and I hope you'll stay with us. And, and uh, we got a lot to talk about. You know, the, the early voting's going on. Football is going on. Tennessee's playing at home this weekend. We've got the fall colors. Man, are they in force. We're going to talk about that and a lot more, so um, we're glad you're here. Mr. Brantley, how you doing? Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning us in, the Ed and Bob Show, our podcast. Boy, we've been doing this for a lot now. Here we are in, in, the, in the virus and the quarantine, and I'm not quarantined. I know Bob's not quarantined either, but we're doing the best we can. Bob, what's the latest in your life? Hey, Ed, well, here at our house, uh, now as the temperature is slowly changing, you know, we, uh, we had kind of worked on our back patio and made it into a, an outdoor room. We'd put a big, what they call a sail, you know, or a, a thing over, big uh, canvas over that kind of shaded us n- during the hot days. And we had fan, a big fan put in out there. And all our furniture that we put on the back porch, and we enjoyed that. And then the temperatures changed a little bit, and so I had a couple of heaters, and we had a fire, bought a new fire pit because the old one went kaput. Uh, but we've been going through these propane tanks that we get from uh, the grocery store uh, fairly quickly now because we'll sit out there on the patio and uh, you know enjoy the fireplace and the just sitting there looking up at the skies. Because we had to take down that uh, sail, and uh, it's it's amazing. Well, we've gotten into looking at some of the stars and the planets, and I realized uh, two of these stars I've been looking at every night turned out to be Saturn and Jupiter. <laughs> so they weren't really stars at all, uh, but uh, really, been you know, it's amazing. the The good side of this pandemic thing is that it's opened people's eyes up to other things in the world and their life and so forth. So anyway, it's um, it's been a lot of fun. So how's everything out at the Brantley household? Well, Ed's world is about the same. Not much happening over here. Still haven't caught it that I know of. I may have it and may not know it. But anyway, it's all good. Beautiful weather. I love the fall. I mean, the trees and everything just gorgeous. I haven't made it up to the Smokies yet. It's a little crowded up there. I got enough stuff right here in the East Tennessee to look at. I'll tell you some good places to go is up I-75 toward Norris Dam. That's a beautiful area. Also, uh, down around Teleco, that's beautiful. And, of course, here in Loudoun County is beautiful, too. So a lot of fall colors, and the weather's perfect and great weather. Wow, I just couldn't get over this. And the grandchildren are all doing good and got the babies and 
you know, the family's doing good. So really happy about that. Bob, let's get the latest numbers on that coronavirus number, okay? All right, Ed, let's take a look at these uh, coronavirus numbers. Um, I've got them in front of me here. The latest on the coronavirus in the world, um, around 38 million cases of the coronavirus. There's been 1.9 million people die from it. In the United States, about 8 million cases, 216,000 deaths. In the state of Tennessee, where Ed and I live, uh, there's been 216,000 cases of the coronavirus and 2,769 people have died. And then here in Knox County, where we live, uh, a little over 11,700 cases with 90 people dying from it. So those are the latest numbers. You know, I was looking at this compared to the flu, Ed. Um, Worldwide flu cases, uh, usually 45 million people get the flu around the world every year on average. And the coronavirus has had 38.3 million cases. So take from that what you will. Um, In the United States, 216,000 deaths from the coronavirus. I was looking up the flu. Uh, Last year, about 35,000 people died from the flu in the United States. The year before that, the CDC says 80,000 people died from the flu in the United States. So um, they say, uh, let's see, um, uh, around 500,000 people will be hospitalized every year with the uh, flu, and then we talked about the deaths then. So, you know, whatever you make out of that comparison, there's the numbers for you. But I think, you you know, I read that a lot of the spikes – that there's spikes going on and that Europe is as uh, big of a hotbed as ever. And in the United States, I think everybody's sitting back right now. It seems like everybody's saying, is it getting ready to explode again? And then I read the New York Times article from the reporter of the New York Times, which is basically, well, not basically, it it is a left-leaning newspaper and usually wants to make Trump look bad. But the article basically said that we are getting over this faster than any other disease in history, that actually it was impressive the way this thing has been attacked so quickly. So coming from a newspaper that hates Trump, I was kind of shocked to actually see that. And you can go to New York Times and and read that article if you like. Uh, but people are still wearing masks, which is good. And when we go out, we wear our mask. Um, and uh, although I do think some people are, are more relaxed, especially around people you know. You know, if it's it's like, well, I know these people, so I'm safe. And I don't know why we have the mentality. Just because you know somebody doesn't mean they're not an asymptomatic carrier who is infected but shows no symptoms. So... It's it's a little um, strange while we have that mentality. Ed, what's what's your take on all these uh, coronavirus numbers? Well, Bob, I'll tell you. I think looking at these numbers, I don't think that's an exceptional amount of numbers. I don't know how many people normally die, <laughs> you know, just from old age or illnesses or whatever or car wrecks. But, uh, you know, 90 deaths in Knox County. 
doesn't seem like a lot compared to what's going on. I, I don't think it's killing a lot of people. However, that nursing home up in Morristown, you know, that, that's, I think it's older people that are getting hurt the worst with this coronavirus. And that seems to be the thing that's going on. And the flu, well, it plays a substantial, you know, the flu is really, really rough. Uh, 9 million, 45 million illnesses between 140,000 and 810,000 hospitalizations, between 12,000 and 61,000 deaths annually since 2010. So influenza is probably worse than this coronavirus. It's, and, and it could be, you know, I hate the flu. I would just soon be shot as to get that. And as a matter of fact, I got my flu shot. I hope you got yours, Bob. So it, it's, uh, it's really a burden on the health and the health industry. But I think we're handling it pretty well here. So all in all, uh, I, don't, I don't have a problem with it. It's, uh, it's, it. I don't run into it every day. And, and uh, I think that's good that we don't see it every day. And it's not a substantial burden. Everywhere I go, wear my mask. And uh, that's what we do. So... You know, you just, you just got to keep wearing your mask and do the best you can. Stay away from people. Keep some. Don't get in the pool with anybody. <laughs> and even at the bars, I see people sitting distancing. Now they holler to talk to each other, but they're distancing stuff. I, I went out to eat a burger last night at one of the restaurants, and and the bar it's a big bar, but there must have been eight or ten guys, and they were separated down the bar, and I'm sure they did that themselves. But, uh, you know, we're going into the flu season, and it's going to be tough. CDC estimates that influenza has resulted between 9 million and 45 million illnesses and between 140,000 and 810,000 hospitalizations, 12,000 to 61,000 deaths annually since 2010. That's scary. Of course, I think the flu should scare you. So, uh, Bob, the polls are open. For early voting, let's look at the latest politics. Yes, uh, let's look into politics, Ed. Early voting has started. Uh, I notice uh, just after the first day was big, a lot of people, like my mom for some reason, wants to always vote the first day of early voting. And uh, if, if two-thirds of the people do early voting, the day I'm not going to go is the first day because you don't want to go the last day either. But just go in the middle, and it's going to be the lightest, and I – I don't know why I would I would not go stand in line for an hour and a half when I don't think you have to if you just wait a few days and after you know it thins out from the people that have to go the first day uh, and then you'll be fine you go over there and there's several locations and get it done so uh, but presidential elections always bring people out I remember when I was running for office people would say I'd say you know you're going to vote aren't you and they say well we usually just vote. When there's a presidential election going on, you'd be surprised how many people only vote <clears throat> when there is a presidential election going on, which makes no sense because you know why? Local politics affects you more than the president. Things the president does probably affects you so little. Uh, it's just things you read about more, I guess, but local politics affects you day to day. Well, in the presidential election, the latest debate they were going to have, that got canceled. And I don't know what's called as a coronavirus or because um, uh, nobody wants to debate. Or I think Trump will debate anybody anywhere at any time. I think he loves them um, because it's like a street fight. I don't think Biden wants any more of Trump. 
And plus, I think Biden seems to all of a sudden have a whole mess of problems to worry about with his son. Um, I saw where Biden's son, and you know, you know Biden had to know about this stuff because Hunter introduced his dad to Russian energy executives, and he was paid $80,000 a month to be on this board of this Russian energy company. And then he, he also got $3.5 million from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. That doesn't worry you? That doesn't make you think something's going on? Um, you know, and and you know Biden knew about all this stuff, and uh, then they get into his son's bad choices of, of uh, partying and things like that. Uh, it just seems like it's a mess, and that may be part of why uh, nobody wants to debate anymore. Hey, the Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court, which he rightly did, this Amy Coney Barrett, or they're calling her the ACB. Everybody's got to use their initials now, right? Uh, ACB, Amy Coney Barrett, she may be the most impressive Supreme Court nominee in the last 50 years. Wow, this this girl is sharp, and I dare say she's sharper than Ginsburg was in, in a lot of ways. I mean, this and she's she doesn't get flustered whatsoever and she seems to be extremely intelligent she's not she doesn't have any notes and she's answering every question and she's not afraid to stand up for herself so she's very impressive i mean even if it wasn't an election year i i just think she would anybody would have a hard time finding any fault with her in my opinion so um but we'll see you know the uh, we're uh, closer and closer to this election we're in this they say the the uh, home stretch, and uh, we'll see how all this. I think Amy Comey, uh, Coney Barrett will be um, approved and be, join the Supreme Court before the election, and um, then we're going to have the election. We'll see how that goes. Let me know what all your thoughts are on this uh, election process and this uh, Supreme Court nominee and Biden's son. What do you got? Well, Bob, I'll tell you, this early voting is huge. Huge. I've never seen it like this. You're talking about a big turnout. I mean, people are wrapped around the buildings. They're waiting in line. They're keeping their distance. It's amazing. So a lot of people are interested in this presidential election. And I, I, I don't know which way it's going. I don't know which way it's going, but I'm telling you, it's going to, go, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. The debate was canceled, yes, and I, I'm glad it was. I don't. There's no reason to do that. They just scream at each other and lie and lie and lie. But early voting is going very, very well, and I'm glad to see that, that people really care and they're really wanting to get their voice heard. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't believe that Justice Ginsburg, that was her dying wish. I don't believe that about, about Trump. I just don't believe that. It, it that's that just that's too much made up. But Trump's nominee, man alive, is she cool or what? Oh, I mean, now that is a strong woman, and she has such poise. She doesn't get upset. Her face doesn't get red. She's got her children right there with her. I mean, that is a woman's woman and America's woman right there. She's going to be something else. I'm glad she's in there. And poor old Hunter Biden. Oh my gosh, man, it gets worse and worse every day. 
Now, how much is his dad tied into this Russian energy executive? And Biden was paid $80,000 a month? $3.5 million from the wife of the mayor of Moscow? Why? <laughs> I can't imagine what he did for that. Anyway, that's, that's, that's just the way politics go, I guess. And what about this stuff here in Knox County? Uh, I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, you, the, the chief of staff is in trouble for the Knox County mayor and the Parks and Recreation director, the people over at uh, the uh, fleet services stealing a car. What's going on here? I mean, it, I mean, you always have, you know, some shenanigans, but this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So it's, it's a sad day, sad day in Knox County, sad day in the country. I hope we can pull this thing together, get out of it. But, you know, it, it's like this stuff from Biden's coming out now about his son. And I don't know how much he's got to do with that. But you don't hear anything about the Trump kid children, that's for sure. You know, they don't even drink alcohol. Nope. So that's uh, pretty straight and narrow right there. The only thing I heard was that his daughter, remember when he first got in office and she was she was uh, selling shoes? <laughs> and she stopped doing that because there's so much about it. But I tell you, these, the Democrats will stop at nothing, 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 nothing to get that Trump out of there. Whatever it takes. Well, Bob, let's touch on sports. Tennessee plays Kentucky this weekend. I don't think the beer barrel's around anymore, do you? Yeah, what happened to the old beer barrel? You remember that? I remember that every year. I guess the beer barrel, I guess that's not politically correct, so you can't have it. So we'll just have the, the beer barrel over here at my house, and we'll have a couple of beers, Ed. Tennessee got hammered by Georgia last weekend. This Saturday at noon, they have Kentucky coming to Neyland Stadium. Uh, should be a great crowd of 25,000. <laughs> Uh, what a strange year, but uh, Kentucky, what's the old thing, saying that's been going around the last few years? Kentucky is no longer a basketball school. It's a football school. Gosh, I hope that doesn't prove to be true this weekend. Tennessee needs to beat Kentucky. They got him at home, so after getting hammered by Georgia, they got something to prove uh, this weekend. And, I, and I'm actually impressed. Well, only one, I think, SEC game has been called off because of coronavirus. I think that was an LSU game. So I, I hope the whole season makes it, but we're, what, uh, three or four weeks into it, see if we can keep on going all 10 or 11 weeks. Um, you know, I I was laughing the other day. I woke up, somebody said, well, somebody, there's an NBA playoff is over. And I'm like, what? They had an NBA playoff, a championship? They said, yeah. And the Lakers won it. They beat I don't even know who they beat, but they won it. And I looked at the TV viewing. There's no way they had a big audience. You know, the previous low for any NBA playoffs was nine and a half million people. And I think that was a Cleveland game or something like that. Anyway, this, this where people are stuck. Now, think about this. People are stuck at home and don't have a whole lot to watch, Right. I mean, if, if this would ever be the biggest crowd of all time or biggest group of viewers of all time, it would be now during the pandemic when there are people at home and, and there's no movies to go to and there's nothing else to watch on TV that hasn't been produced. It should be the biggest audience ever. Really? Well, it's not. Uh, this was the lowest uh, 
audience of viewers for an NBA playoff in history. Seven and a half million people is the average. And I have to lay this at the feet of all this um, protest they're doing. They're turning something that men and women enjoyed watching as a, an escape from their troubles and the things that go on in day-to-day life. And you don't want to tune in and see protests and have to decide if you're on this side or that side or you support this person, or that person. You just want to watch a ball game. Have a few, have a little, you know, fun with maybe a friend or two. What, drink a cold beer, watch a ball game. But now they turn it into something else. And that's why there is such low viewership. People don't want to hear a protest while they're ha- trying to have some fun watching a ball game. And I think the NBA has lost their way. And I think it, it will end up costing these, these people in college now that are going to the NBA when they'll be making less. Salaries will go down. Fewer people uh, will be playing in the NBA. And you may have teams that will end, fold because they can't support it. Because the only thing supporting professional sports is TV money. It's not the ticket sales. You don't go to Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee doesn't have a baseball team because they have huge ticket sales. It's because of the MLB uh, uh, TV rights. So that's I'm going to get off my high horse there. And, Ed, uh, let, let you talk a little bit about this sport, see if you can get the old beer barrel out. So, Ed, you going to Neyland Stadium this Saturday? No, Bob, I don't think I'm going to go to the stadium this weekend. I'm going to stay away from the stadium this year and, and – uh, just watch it on television. You know, if if it's not a real good year, I, I thought things were going great there for the first couple of games, but all of a sudden our quarterback shows his true colors, and bless his heart, he just, he's up and he's down. He's up and he's down. I don't know why we can't ever hold a game together for the whole game and, and uh, really excel there, but there was an NBA playoff. I did not watch any of it. I think it was, uh, where was it? Somewhere where Black Lives Matter on everything. They have signs up everywhere. They're on the uniforms and everything. I did not watch any of it. It was in Orlando, I think. All the teams played there. I didn't watch. They averaged, what, was seven and a half million viewers? Well, that's not bad, but previously it was almost 10 million. And the baseball world, hell, my Atlanta Braves. It looks like they're going to be the World Series champion maybe, or maybe Tampa, one somebody else there. But I like that. Uh, uh, other sporting news, the NBA, I mean the NFL, not paying my lot, lot of attention to that. It's, uh, it's kind of a weird sports year because the NBA is out, the NFL is out, and... Um, you know, we got and the the college football seems to be out. I hope Tennessee does well. I really do. Maybe they can get it together and finish out the rest of the year. But we're not we're not a championship team. We're just not a championship team. We got a long way to go. It uh, you know you get your hopes up at the first of the year. I remember when I was at WIVK and general manager there, we would put out those big Gator Hater T-shirts and everything because we thought we were going to get Florida that year. And we always played Florida right at the first of the season. So it kind of burst our balloon when we always lost to Florida. Uh, and and uh, at least this year, we're not playing them at the first of the year, which is a good thing. So we can hold out for a while because I, I, I hate Florida. Georgia, I don't hate them, but 
Boy, they're good. They're just good. And I don't know why we can't ever be that good. There must be something going on. Is it the coach? Is it recruitment? What's the deal? So, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm getting flustered on the sports part. I'm a lot better on everything else. <laughs> okay, what else is going on in the world, Bob? Hey, yeah, let's take a look at things in the news, other news, other things going on. And the first thing I want to talk about is these beautiful fall colors. You know, I don't know if they've peaked or not. I've kind of heard it's about peaked right now. Ed, you may not think so. But what a what an incredible display in front of us. And I think, you know, during this pandemic, when people are not getting out, being entertained by going to movies, going to restaurants, going to bars, doing other things, a lot of people are at home. And I think we are, or we should at least, appreciate more of what's around us, the beauty of nature and the beauty of our uh, East Tennessee and uh, really our world. So it's the colors are really just breathtaking this year, and I do hope they last for a while. We don't get a lot of storms or something to knock them off the trees, but really enjoy the fall colors. And also something we've been doing is uh, enjoying uh, looking at the stars and picking out which stars are what. And you can see Saturn. You can see Jupiter. You can even see a speck of Pluto in between Saturn and Jupiter there in the southern sky. And then a little bit to the east, you can see uh, the um, planet Mercury. So it's really incredible, the display that's going on in the skies every night. So I might want to take part of that, too. Other news, let's see. Um, here in our own area, the Knox County area where we live, <clears throat> and I only mention this because I ran for Knox County mayor and lost to the wrestler uh, Glenn Jacobs. He, uh, his staff has his chief of staff um, has come under fire with a friend of his who he made head of the Knox County Parks and Rec. I used to be on the Knox County Parks and Rec board, a great board and a great asset to Knox County. So anyway, uh, when he they came in, they got rid of the old director and replaced him with a friend, a co-worker of uh, the chief of the new chief of staff. So Turns out the they're saying the chief of staff for the mayor took a golf cart and kept it at his house for about two or three months during the summer, uh, which I, you know, folks, you're going to have to get more details than that if you live in Knox County and see what you think of that. And uh, there were also some uh, discrepancies about boots or something they bought with county funds. So anyway, that's going on here in Knox County. Um Around the world, you know, food season is getting ready to crank up. I went and got my flu shot, Ed. Sure did. I uh, don't know if you did or not, um, but uh, I'm sure you probably have gotten it because your wife's a nurse. But got my flu shot. I'm ready. I'm prepared to fight off the flu. Now, if I can just get me a coronavirus shot, I'll be ready for that as well. Um, and, and I think that uh, if I didn't mention it already... Uh, you know, Christmas is going to be different this year. It's going to be anxious to see how people do Christmas gatherings because very often you have large gatherings. You have Christmas parties uh, for staff and things like that. It's going to be a different kind of season as we go into it. Thanksgiving's not that far away, and then Christmas and New Year's. So we got a lot coming our way, and hopefully uh, once we get past the election and we get past uh, into the new year, We'll have a vaccine and 
and somewhere in the near future, we will get back to normal. Ed, what do you got uh, on news, other things going on in the world? Well, I tell you, Bob, uh, these Knox County mayor placing those employees on administrative leave pending investigation. Let's see, who was the Knox County uh, Chief of Staff, Brian Hare? Now, that's that's the mayor's top guy. Senior Director of Parks and Recreation, Paul White. They're on administrative leave until this thing's been figured out. I don't know what they're accused of doing, uh, but it can't be good if the mayor puts you on administrative leave, that's for sure. It doesn't. You can't just walk back and say, well, I'm glad to be back. And also, the first day of voting in Knox County, 13,000 people. Wow! I think that's more than I got the whole year. (laughs) Wow, downtown West did almost 1,300 people. That's amazing. Boy, I tell you, they're coming out for the election this year, that's for sure. And the fall colors, oh, man, they're beautiful. Like I said before, Bob, they're beautiful. And they don't peak until we play Alabama. You know that now, right? No, they don't peak until you play Alabama, which is, what is it? It's always on about the 23rd, something like that, third weekend of October. So uh, they are beautiful, though. And I hope that, you know, as long as we don't get a big windstorm or anything like that, they'll stay up for a while, so... The colors are absolutely magnificent. It's a great time to go out and look at East Tennessee. Take a drive around this weekend or this week. Take a day off. Just play hooky. Drive around and check out these colors. That's what I'm going to do today. So when I get through with this, I'm going to be out of here. I'm heading toward, uh, let's see, we're going to go to, where am I going today? I'm going to go toward Big Ridge State Park. That would be beautiful up there today. So um, there you go, Bob. So, Bob, I sure enjoy talking with you like this. I wish we did this more often. I, I miss you, buddy. I miss you. So I want to say goodbye, good luck, and thank you so very, very much. Congratulations on WIVK's ratings. I understand you all swept the board clean, swept them clean. So I'll see you later. Let me know when you're ready to go again. I'm ready to go. Fired up, buddy. Fired up. Bye. Thanks, Ed. We will get together sooner rather than later. Uh, I know you're itching to get on here more often, and we'll, we'll do that. I promise you, sir. Well, if you'd like to contact the Ed and Bob Show, here's how you can uh, email us, edandbob at yahoo.com. Be sure and follow us on Twitter. Ed is at Ed Brantley. Mine is at Bob Thomas, K-N-O-X. And we have at Ed uh, and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X, also on Facebook, we'd love to hear from you on Facebook. Touch base with us. Us, you know, if you have a question, you got something you'd like for us to talk about, contact us, and we will do that. All right, there's a lot of people still that are at home alone because of this coronavirus, and they don't get out very much. To elderly folks, especially because those are the people that if they get this, they're the most. Um, um, they have the roughest time with it. So be sure you call those people. You talk to them. You go by and see them. You. Uh, bring them some food or sit on the front porch with them. Um, send them pictures, send them cards, call them, and make sure they're not forgotten because it's easy to get depressed uh, during this pandemic, and we can't forget those we love, all right? So we got to take care of each other and make it through this. I saw encouraging news this morning on Pfizer and a possible vaccine, so... Got my fingers crossed. All right, everybody, until next time, let's get Dean Martin to get us out of here.
kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said folk Ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep Just like the fella said, tell me quick.